Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. It is the fourth and final week of Get Up In The Cool's fundraising month. I'm gonna interrupt in the middle of the interview one more time before next October. If you wanna skip that in good conscience, go now to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, which I linked in the show notes, and sign up for a support level that you can sustain and get access to great bonus content for doing so. For example, I made a full video version of this episode. You could be watching this right now. Again, that's patreon.com slash getupinthecool. I hate to pick favorites, but this is one of the all-time greatest Get Up In The Cool episodes. I chose to release it this week in hopes that you'll consider funding the show. This week's guest is Mark Graham, who's gotta be one of the greatest harmonica players alive. We recorded this last weekend at the inaugural Old Growth Old Time Festival, which by the way was so great. Thanks for having me, Old Growth. One more thing before we get started, Tall Poppy String Band is returning to the Pacific Northwest in early November. We're playing Port Townsend, Seattle, Orcas Island, Bellingham, Eugene, Blodgett, and Portland. Check our website at tallpoppystringband.com shows for details and tickets. Please come on out and tell everyone you know. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with this week's guest. But first, here's my interview and jam with Mark Graham. Enjoy. Thank you. 
pack is on my back and it's goodbye little one lord i'm gone lord i'm gone goodbye little one lord i'm gone and i'm walking down the ties and the tears on my eyes and i'm trying to read a letter from my old mom trying to read a letter from my Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Well, thank you, Cameron. I feel, I feel so amped after playing that with you, which is so sort of tonally fraught because that song is so uh, hateful. It's, oh. <laughs> it's a hateful song. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, I gotta collect my interviewer brain now. Okay. I'm feeling so many things. All right. <laughs> we can work it out. Yeah. We've got a whole hour. Yeah. Until right. sound check. Yeah. So ever since I first came to the Pacific Northwest to interview people for Get Up in the Cool, people have been saying, have Mark Graham on the show. Mark Graham, Mark Graham. And you resisted until now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, you live on an island. <laughs> That's and true. Yeah, you have to take a ferry to get to you. That's right. It's, yeah, it's a, a mess. Little, yeah. yeah. I've waited for that ferry. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time to you, get You there. waited for that ferry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah. So... Thanks for doing this, too. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank yeah. you for asking. Yeah. Where did you learn Fall on My Knees? I learned that from uh, probably a recording of uh, Fred Cockrum or somebody like that. But then I just, you know, I play the harmonica. He plays the banjo. So I didn't really pay attention to what he was doing other than I liked it. And I, you know, tried to groove kind of like him so you know i would say there it, there's no real version there you sure know, it's just mine you know whatever kind of pops out of the harmonica there so when i first started hearing fred cockrum uh -huh. it was uh on youtube oh yeah well this was i feel like you didn't have youtube when you first no we had the uh, we had county records county records yeah. that's what came out once a month and is so that you, the model what? How, what do you mean? Like, well, they, it seemed like uh, you'd get a county record at the record store, and then they go, and then you, they had a kind of a catalog, or you know, like an up and coming thing, and then you kind of go, oh gosh, you know, what's the next one? Oh gosh, it's Tommy Jarrell and Fred Cockrum or something, and then you'd get the next one, you try and learn all those, and you'd pass them around, you make a copy of it, and you'd pass around all your friends, and they'd have another one or something, and you'd kind of sit around and try and do your best to learn the tune. And Making a copy? A cassette copy. A cassette copy. You know, like folding the microphone to the 
to the holding the mic to the record. <laughs> Amazing, player. yeah. Oh yeah, well you know the the sound quality of of uh, recordings back in the day when I was learning was so bad that you know like you'd be you'd hear recording like seventh generation recordings of seventy eights and you'd be you know sitting there with your friends going no I I, I kind of think it's like this and then they said no no listen to that and they go. I think he's saying So this. it's like a microphone to the 78 to a cassette yes. and then someone microphone yes. that cassette and then it happens Oh maybe seven and then you, yeah. and then there'd be seven generations of that that yeah, someone that's have oh somewhere else. Oh it was, yeah. yeah. Primitive but effective. Yeah. And maybe that could help you uh, sort of tune out some of the less important details because you're playing the harmonica. Yeah, and, right? well, yeah. close listening, you know, you have yeah. to get in there and listen. But, but like, you know, as far as, you know, a lot of people have a version, you know, they learn a version of a tune from a, from a fiddle player or, you know, a certain banjo player. Well, if you play the harmonica, you're not going to play it like them anyway, no matter how hard you try. You know, like, yeah. you might play all the notes, but it means nothing as far as, you know, like this version or that version, other than the fact that maybe the melody is a little different or something like that. So I don't really pay so much attention to that, you know, like, uh, you know, if it's, you know, uh, like uh, Ed Haley's Lost Indian, you know, I kind of know the, you know, kind of the basic, you know, r rigmarole there. Sure. But, you know, like I'm not going, I'm not listening to the thing and, and going, well, Ed does this here. Right. Because I'm not doing that there. I play the harmonica. Yeah. You know, he's playing the fiddle. So I honestly think most fiddlers have given up trying to, to do, do that kind to of do thing. what Ed Haley does. Well, yeah. yeah. But anybody. It's a tall you know, order. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's very true. But uh, yeah, so, you know, the har harmonica playing is uh, frees you up in a certain way because you don't have to pretend that you're, you know, like uh, emulating anything because you're just doing your best yeah. just to actually play the tune. That's lovely and very relatable as, as a banjo player. Yeah, no, that's, I, you know, I relate to banjo playing. I, I mean, I, I've played with banjo players more as, you know, like, uh, you know, in duo, in duos, I've played with, well, Jerry Gallagher and I have played for years and years and years and years. And Tom Sauber and I had a little band, you know, we played for years and years and years. And, and I used to play with Stefan Senders, who was, uh, when I was playing in a band called the Chicken Chokers oh. back back east. Oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't put that together, that you were in the Chicken yeah. Chokers. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he and I, and so I've always, I've always uh, uh, tried to play in the realm of banjo playing. I try and hear the banjo and get in there with that. I'm, I'm listening more for banjo playing than I am fiddle playing, actually. Yeah. Is that because there's something about the, the rhythm, groove? The groove. Yeah, the groove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The banjo is always yeah. doing something that's grooving better than the fiddle. Oh, always. I feel like I'm being pandered to. I don't know. Right well, maybe not you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, ban but the banjo in general. I strive is, to be the exception. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so like when I play, I try and you know, if I was playing a tune like. Uh, Oh, I don't know, short number. I try and imagine that I'm, you know, kind of putting those little chucks.
just kind of, yeah. you know, trying to get that little, <laughs> get that little pop, you know, so that you're, you know, you're kind of, uh, you're, you're kind of a one man, you know, or the music stands up by itself. You don't need somebody accompanying you. Yeah, the rest of the Hurricane Ridge runners are just sort of like yeah, they're just arm wall, candy. They're just wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them I said that. Let's play. Let's play that uh, at Haley's Lost Indian. Okay. And then you, we can get into what things you kept, what things you left out. Well, I wouldn't even know actually at this point, but let's play it. Anyway. Okay, great. Cool. See, I don't really. I'm. Only, I think I learned most of my tunes from my friends. Yeah. I don't. You know, not so much from recordings, but. That's how it is. I'm lazy. Thank you. 
I wouldn't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess that tune has, it has corners and angles in a way that like, well, has one, things to grab onto. Whereas like, yeah. Eck Robertson's Lost Indian uh, would be like, it's all just sort of a mess of notes. But this one has like... It has, yeah. Well, one of the things about the harmonica too Andrew. is a lot of times you end up playing in a different octave that the, than the fiddle might play it in. Just because the way the harmonica is set up, uh, <clears throat> you end up playing mostly... Uh, you kind of you kind of end up in G and A, kind of playing in the same octave in the as the fiddle, but there might be some parts that you're playing the higher octave when a fiddle player be playing in the lower octave, just because of the arrangement of the notes on the because harmonica. Because you run out. Well, yeah, and there it's all a mess down here. See, because when they invent, made, invented the harmonica, they uh, made it so there's a little portion down there that is kind of for accompanying. More, oh. more than for the melody. How many octaves are on? There's about uh, well, let's see, about three. Three but octaves. But let me let me demonstrate. There's a, yeah. a thing here, like all the blow notes are the in a, on a key of A harmonica, are the notes of an A major triad. A C sharp E A C sharp E A C sharp E A, all the way at the end. But but the bottom four notes, the inhale notes are all the uh, notes of an E major chord. So it ends up, if, and in doing that, you get a little section down here in the two and three where you have a uh, note, the inhaled note on the two is the same as the blow note on the three. Gotcha. Yeah. And so the reason they, the guys who invented it did that is they wanted the, the harmonica to uh, be able, so you could play like a tonic and a dominant chord and play German folk music like a... It's so cool. Are you doing that thing? I've, I've heard this thing about you harmonica players, that you get your tongue involved. Yes, <laughs> And that very you true. play the melody on one side, and then you kind of pulse on the other, or with your tongue, to well, get yeah, the bottom notes. There are a number of, con there are a number of different uh, techniques, but one of them is, is you put your mouth around four holes, and then you take your tongue and you jam it into the three on the left. So you're left with one hole. fingers in your tongue. Exactly. <laughs> it's like upsetting almost. It's like, I don't get it. <laughs> Just don't think too hard okay. about it. <laughs> What's going on in there? <laughs> and then another thing you can do is you can just jam your tongue, get, put your mouth around four holes, put your tongue in the middle and play octaves. Okay. Okay, stop. I have to add, no, no, stop, okay. You just said that it's like a different scale order in every octave. Yeah, a little bit. How are you, 
how are you playing in octaves if, if it's laid out differently? Well, you don't get a you don't uh, get a an octave for every note, but you get. So you have to learn the instrument. Okay, just, just practice. Never hurts. <laughs> never hurts. Okay, I guess I could ask these questions in this frustrated tone uh, all day, but we have a very yeah, that's right. particular amount of time. Don't waste your time on the harmonica. You don't want get you. You don't want to convince people that playing the harmonica is a good idea. <laughs> that would be you'd be doing a disservice to your public. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I might have to paywall this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I wanted I want before we get to another tune, I wanted to ask. You're talking about listening to banjo players, listening yes. to fiddlers. Um, are there any harmonica players uh, that you've specifically learned from? Yes. Uh, and I and I guess specifically who play string band music. Uh, <clears throat> Red Parham. Red Parham used to okay. play with George Pegram. Okay. He played in a very kind of simple melodic style, but just absolutely rip roaring. You know, it's like almost like a little wild animal. You know, kind of. You know, it's like everything is sound like. Yeah. You know, and he's kind of tearing it up. And you know how George Pegram is. Yeah. So it's just like essence of the spirit of old time music. Yeah. And he had some great little tunes like this one, uh, this little thing. You know, it's kind of a harmonica players in the South all pretty much all play a version of a thing called Lost John. Okay. And it could be like, and it's usually something that sounds kind of like this, like. from him but yeah the harmonica players I listen to I mean I've learned tunes from like Humphrey Bate and the Crook Brothers and people like that and you know and the my contemporaries you know David Rice he's a fabulous player and I learned some tunes uh, that he's played and but I and listened to uh, a fellow named D Ford Bailey who oh, didn't yes, really play didn't really play string band music so much but played these little harmonica set pieces that are beautiful beautiful playing and and then uh, did he play on? Uh, he was the first person to play a tune on the uh, Grand Old Opry. Okay. Back in I don't know when the Opry started, but he was the first music on that show. Wow, amazing! He played a thing. He played a little train thing called the Pan American Blues. 
And, but the guy I listen to mostly is actually not an old time player, but uh, a country blues guy named Sonny Terry. And I think that to me, his music, the spirit of his music is totally old time music. You know, like he played a lot of blues shuffles and things like that, but when he was playing uh, things that had a kind of a more of that, you know, two, four kind of rhythm, like, uh, you know. Like he had a great John Henry that he played on. You know. I mean, if that's not old time music, I don't know. What? It's all time. Yeah. You know, and so he he uh, played a lot of little pieces like that. He had one called uh, uh, Old Jabbo, and he played John Henry and Shortening Bread, yeah. and uh, and but his tone and his groove are my favorite kind of. I mean, I try and introduce that groove into old time music because it's just. It's got some, it's got a little more life to it than a lot of a lot of old time. You know, a lot of old time music ends up going like, you know, like old time found dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I like to think yeah, clearly, yeah. So yeah, so he he is the epitome or the acme of that and so I try and when I listen to his playing I try and figure out a way to introduce that thing into my playing. Yeah I really appreciate that that I was asking about like it's a fraught way to ask this question in the first place but like harmonica players who play string band music yeah but it's like I guess what you're kind of saying is it's all already related and uh -oh. these so the, these boundaries are kind of imaginary. And well, yeah, I mean, I get uh, inspiration. I listen to a lot of Louis Jordan, for example, you know, to get, you know, certain things like little, you know, little horn kind of things that kind of sound cool that you kind of put that into some things, you know, like a little, little shot every once in a while. But I find that I listen less to harmonic players to get inspiration than I do, say, uh, banjo players or, uh, you know, fiddle players, some, you know, just uh, for the tunes and, uh, and also guitar, you know, guitar players, you know, just getting different little sounds. Because the harmonica is, it's kind of limited in a way in its uh, melodic content you know you have to really pre work hard to make it really nice and melodic but it's kind of a uh, variety of sounds is really kind of where the harmonica really lives yeah and so I was know, noticing in that lost John yeah. song not the most melodic no it's song hardly but, a yeah it's hardly a melody at all but it's clearly something that needs to be listened to well yeah it's, <laughs> yeah it's, it's just kind of a it's a yeah it's a Groove, yeah, it's, it's, it's like timbre. It's almost rhythm. like a virus. It's like a, it's not quite a tune, not quite alive, but yeah. it it kills you. Yeah. What what a lovely metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
You haven't you haven't listened much to my music, have you? <laughs> I want to play John Henry with you. Okay. And I and I noticed that when we were talking about what tunes you might want to do, you said I want to do the Tommy Gerald. Yeah. John Henry, and I'm. I'm really curious now that we've heard whose John Henry was that that we heard you. Oh, uh, Sonny Terry's. Sonny Terry's. I'm really curious to hear how you're going to play yeah. John Henry with with me, as opposed to as a soloistic harmonic. And then after this, we have a microphone here. And I'm gonna like sit back a little bit and let you all do my job and interview Mark. No one really knows. Sounds fun. No great. one wants to know any of this. Great. <laughs> oh, Hey, y'all, if you're not already supporting the show, please listen, don't skip this part. I'm gonna ask you one last time before next October, Get Up In The Cool is free to listen to, but I can't make it for free. Does that make sense? If you would be sad if I stopped making this show and you can afford to chip in, then it is on you to fund this podcast and keep it going every week. One-time donations are always welcome, but I can't sustain this show on the occasional gift. I need y'all to give a sustainable amount per episode. 
12 of you have joined so far, thank you so much. To the rest of you, there have been over 13,000 downloads of Get Up In The Cool so far in October. There are currently only 149 listeners paying on Patreon. You gotta help me out. I know there are more than 149 of you who can afford to pay and who want the show to continue. Some of you are even listening every week and binging old episodes, which by the way, still cost me money to host. Please pause this episode, go to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, select a support level that you can sustain and chip in. Thank you. Okay, back to the show. I think the reason I wanted to play that is I, <clears throat> I like to, to kind of uh, feature that, you know, just kind of the banjo-y kind of aspect of the harmonica. Yeah. You know, just that chunky racka-chacka. I think I've contracted... Rather than the pure bird-like sounds yeah. of, <laughs> of the fiddle. Yeah, I think I've contracted a little bit just playing with you because I usually... I'm so tempted to, to play lines and there's no, there's no line to play when I'm playing with you and I just want to make fun noises. Yeah. And it's really liberating. Yeah, that's what I'm into. Yeah. The fun noise. <laughs> fun noise in a groove. Does anyone have some questions for Mark? Yeah, c come on up. There's a microphone right here. Hey Mark, I had a, I had a question about um, picking the key of harmonica you're playing in. Is it as simple as the key of harmonica is, is the key that tunes in, or are you crossing it up? No, that's if interesting. So, that's a good how question. How and why? Yeah. Well, it really depends on the tune for me, because there are, uh, like I was saying, the octave, you know, the, the harmonica is set up in a way, so if you're playing in the key of D a lot of times, to play the melody in what, the, what is known as like the straight harp style, you know, and when you're playing in D on a D harmonica, you end up playing an octave above what everybody else is playing. Okay. Yeah. And so there are some times when a tune, like especially like a tune like, uh, has a really nice low part in it that is kind of a scrappy part. I'll try and play a tune like that cross harp in G, which has a nice little low sound in the bottom of it, and then play the melody uh, you know, if it has a high melody, play the high melody up in the high part of that. Okay. Like, let me, let me, please, can, please. I demo can I demonstrate? Yeah. Like, here is, let's say, the Arkansas Traveler. bird-like yeah and so you can get a little more of a kind of a band
So, yeah. and when you're playing like yeah. that, you're playing in the same octave as like a fiddle player or yeah. the banjo player. So, it kind of depends on the tune, kind of depends on what is possible to do. I mean, there's some tunes that are just no fun to play in the harmonica. And since there are probably 10,000 that are, you know, just leave those to somebody else. <laughs> who might, who might go get do a better. drink. Yeah, 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 that's time to go get a drink. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I, I have some like nitty gritty questions about what just happened. Okay. Okay. So you're playing Arkansas Traveler in the key of D on a G, G harmonica. harmonica. Yes. So I guess that would mean that the only note that's different is a C natural yeah. versus a C sharp. But you don't, I guess, really need that note for Arkansas Traveler right. anyway. Well, I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm faking it like a, like a bastard. Okay. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like my little, my little Arkansas Traveler run down it, like instead of, instead of like, let's see. Yeah. I'm kind of going. Yeah. So I'm just paraphrasing it and just I hoping like nobody that. knows it. I notices. like that way more. <laughs> I like that. I'm just faking it most of the time, you know. Yeah. And there's lots of times when I'll be playing with somebody and there's a note that is, you know, like either I can't really get or it's just too much work to get it. And I'll just kind of lay out and let the fiddle play that note and let everybody imagine that I'm playing it too. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're all getting yeah. when we're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all blown away. Yeah. yeah. So I guess in the other question, so you have different notes, mm -hmm. but also those notes are like upside down in a lot of yeah. those situations. So you'd have to like... You have to learn your... Suck craft. when you're blowing... Yeah. It'll blow when you're sucking, like depending on which yeah. harmonica you're using. That's right. And a lot of, you know, there, uh, the thing, if you're going to learn how to play the harmonica, just learn how to play melodies, you know, like learn the, learn how to make the noises, you know, like all the nice blues noises and stuff. But, you know, really pay attention to the melodies, really uh, practice playing the melodies in, you know, in the hard places on the harmonica. If it, falls easy in the top of the harmonica, try and play it in the low end of the harmonica too. So you're never in a place with a harmonica that you're, you're afraid to go to somewhere with it. You know, to be able to kind of go, oh, it might be good to get down there and get kind of rumbly right now. Then you've got an idea of what to do. But it, unless you actually experiment and kind of mess around and, you know, kind of make your, you know, do your due diligence, a lot of times, you, you know, like it, you might go, oh gosh, I'd really love to play something high, but I can't really do it because I, I don't know what's going to happen. That's wrong. That's just wrong. <laughs> you know, you got to get in there, you know, learn your thing. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, I also really appreciate, like, I had always been under the impression that people played, did you say cross harmonica? Yeah, yeah. cross harp. Cross, cross harp. harp. Cross harp, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, don't get me started okay. on all this. Uh, okay, on all this <laughs> on the lingo. Oh my so god! I was under the impression that people would only do cross harp for the sake of playing, you know, like a modal tune or playing, having access to different notes. But I didn't know it about all that octave stuff, and like, well, the octave clearly sounds really different. Yeah, it does, it. and also, you know, all that kind of stuff down at the bottom, you know, all that kind of. 
you know, the... Oh, that's what's so much fun to play. That's the funnest thing to do in the harmonica play, is just play those little rhythmic noises. Yeah. around making noise yeah and that's why they, people hate harmonica players because <laughs> they don't care you know they're not playing and playing music they just want to make noise <laughs> I love I love this like distinction music and noise yeah music that is, people seem to have yeah sometimes harmonica playing is more in the noise category for a lot of people than music is. noise music yeah it's yeah. just noise shoegaze you know? yeah you know, and uh, yeah, and you know, when I first, even now, you know, if I'm uh, playing in a little jam, say, you know, and I don't know anybody in the jam, you know, so they don't, they don't, uh, you know, they don't know what's going on. Because most people, when a harmonica player comes up, are absolutely scared to death that they're going to just make everything terrible, that they're going to you know, just play some kind of blues fantasia over, you know, like <laughs> over uh, Cotton Eye Joe or something like yeah. that. And it's just going to, everybody's going to have to just, you know, make an excuse and leave and then uh, use some secret code to get together somewhere later or something, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and so I have, I've kind of developed little strategies for, you know, uh, for a, a thing like that is like, if I walk up to a jam session, I'll, I'll try and I'll try and figure out who the person in the jam session is is the kind of the king, you know, like or who's got the kind of the <laughs> the main thing going, or you know, and then I'll yeah. and then I'll the pheromones. Yeah, yeah, right. And so I'll kind of sit in the back and maybe and just kind of play softly, but try and play exactly what they're playing. And yeah. then if you do, if I can kind of manage that, then a lot of times you know they're kind of going. Yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds like, just like me. Come in the same. <laughs> You're doing like a psyop to get into yeah, these right. well, you got to. Oh my god! Otherwise, you know, like it's you know, mostly the people kind of go, ah, well, yeah, I think I gotta go now. You know, even before you get the thing out and play. Oh my goodness! Uh, I feel like we could do a whole other episode someday on the. PTSD in old time music. I was going to say like the, the marginalization of like non-normative old time. That's right. Instruments. Exactly. Uh, and what you have to do to get a seat at the jam. Exactly. Uh, but we don't have enough time oh, well. to talk about that exhaustively. Let's get one more question. Yeah, please. Hey, Mark's got a two-part question. Was getting into the harmonica just kind of a happy accident? Did you ever play any string instruments? I, I played the banjo. I, I started out playing the banjo a couple of years before I... Well, I had played the harmonica when I was... Uh, I started playing maybe when I was about 13, and I was playing along with, uh, you know, Kingston Trio records and stuff like that, you know, just trying to play the melodies. And, and then I kind of threw it in a drawer after a few years because, you know, wasn't... I don't know what was going on, but... I got the banjo and I started getting into old time music and I went to a show in Seattle where uh, the Sweets Mill String Band was playing, except Kenny Hall wasn't there. But, 
all the other guys were. And it was a good show. And I was listening to it, and they were playing Wind That Shakes the Barley. And I was going, God, that's a great tune. And then I heard behind me, I heard the tune being played, just right along with the, with the band. And I thought, what the heck is Someone that? in the audience? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a friend of theirs. Yeah. This guy, this friend of mine named Chuck Plisky. And he's a real nice harp player. And he was, you know, and, you know, it was back in the old days. No one, you know, the kind of uh, separation between the band and the audience, I think, was less kind of... Uh, <laughs> that was normal less, back then? Well, it wasn't normal, but it wasn't like you get thrown out for doing that. Really? Oh, no. So he was doing that, and I went, that sounds great. I'll bet I could do that. And so I went, got home, yeah. went home, got my harmonica, and then started learning a bunch of tunes, and and uh, you know, just started playing old time music on the harmonica. And then you know, you kind of learn different things. You know, you're a Doc Watson record, and he's playing rude and rambling man in that nice kind of you know that nice rumbly sound. You kind of go, gosh, I got to learn how to do that. And you're Charlie McCoy playing all that Nashville stuff, you go, ooh, gotta learn how to do that. And eventually, you know, if you waste enough time and you don't do anything else, you might even get there. Yeah. <laughs> and then where are you? <laughs> I'm enjoying this uh, cultivated air of carefree uh, whimsy, but I, I am just Ask so... Ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I am just very so impressed and so enjoyed. Oh, well, thank you very much. You. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, clearly you've done a lot, <laughs> a lot of of work to, and maybe it was fun work. It was fun work. You went to work to learn how to do this. Yeah, you know, and one of the great things about the harmonica is, you know, even when I've been at work, you know, like I do a lot of. Uh, I used to uh, work for a water company and dig ditches and do a lot of landscaping and stuff like that. And you know, there's always a time when nothing's going on and got a harp you can just kind of stand around and you know make noise and kind of play a little tune learn a little thing until somebody says Graham, get back to work yeah i love that i mean i guess it has because of its convenience it has a history totally with labor yeah and filling in moments in fact uh, there's a great robert service poem that is the epitome of that and it's called the song the song of the mouth organ with uh Apologies to the singer of the song of the banjo. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I could, I might be able to get through it, but you, you might want to just read, you know, okay. look up, uh, like there's a, I mean, one of the verses, let the jammy banjo herald the younger son who waits for his remittance to arrive. I voice the grimy, gritty ones who sweat their bones to keep themselves alive. Who, been up against the real thing from their birth, whose heritage is stark and bitter toil. I voice the weary, smeary sons of earth, the helots of the sea and of the soil. Wow. Wow. Exactly. Amazing. I'm a tiny little bit of tin and bone, beloved by the legion of the lost. I haven't got a vox humanitone, and a dime or two will satisfy my cost. I don't take your highfalutin flights, and I'm more or less uncertain on the key. But I'll tell you, boys, there's many, many nights when you've taken mighty comfort out of me. That's lovely. Yeah, it's a wonderful poem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's play Evening Prayer Blues. Okay. And then we'll talk real quick about where people can go to buy your stuff. Band camp. 
and then uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll end on a tune. And then because y'all are here in person, you get to hear the bonus track, which is normally only available to people who support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon. Uh, so make sure to go support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon afterwards. Thank you very Remember, much. It, it is harmonica playing, so you know yeah. like it, <laughs> it has a. Yeah. He's selling it pretty hard. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah, we're. We're running short on time here. All right. I well, got I got a lot to I get pretty yakky. Well you I like your yaks. They're okay. good. I would take more if I could.
So we're done. So Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. Yes. Bandcamp. So all my stuff's up on uh, Bandcamp. I play with a bunch of different folks. Uh, I play with a fellow named Orville Johnson. We're the kings of mongrel folk. And uh, then I play with, uh, I've got some solo records and I, another a few records with uh, Tom Sauber and Patrick Sauber. And it's all up on Bandcamp. You can just listen to it for nothing if you want. And if you feel like throwing me a couple of bucks, that's fine. If you want to buy the album, that's fine too. But I don't mind just people listening to it and uh, hearing what it, you know, hearing what it is. So just go there, and you'll hear everything I've ever recorded, pretty much, sort of. Thanks so much for doing this. Mark. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. Let's, let's give Mark one more round of applause. All right. We're gonna end on a tune, and then we'll jump right into a bonus track. Which one? And then we we'll get on? off this. Uh, let, do you want to do that Sullivan's Hollow? Oh yeah, oh, yeah sure. great, great. Visit Mark Graham's Bandcamp to buy and stream his music. Lots of great harmonica stuff, lots of great songs. I'll have to have him back on someday to sing some of his songs. I'll put a link in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. Support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Sign up for a level that you can sustain this month so I can make plans for the following year. This show is listener funded. And if you're listening now in this outro, you're a listener. So please chip in. 
That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool. Oh, and here's a bonus track as a treat on the house. If you want to listen to the rest of the bonus tracks, you got to sign up at patreon.com slash get up in the cool. Thank you. All right. We have time for a real quick bonus track. What's it going to be? Well, how about that? Uh, where'd you get your... Did yeah. You get my... Whiskey. Whiskey oh, yeah. yeah, great. G? Yeah. Thank you all. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Johnny.